Welcome to On The Map. I'm Lee Carriher, your host. I'm the CEO and founder of Double Forte, a national independent public relations, social media, and communications agency. We are on a mission to help companies from the solopreneur to the mid-cap market maker achieve their goal, get on the map, be known for what they're great for, and make a difference in the world. At the end of the show, which is about 20-ish minutes, I will share with you how to become a guest on the show. So please stick around for that. In the meantime, here's the next 23, 24 minutes of greatness in marketing communications and helping people get on the map with real life advice. Here we go. Hi, everybody. It's Lee Carraher, and this is On The Map, where we talk with uh, founders and starters of companies who actually have got an On The Map, made it past that first scary point of like, who will be in my business, and have built businesses that are growing. And today I have with me Brooke Brim uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, where it is very warm very warm. Um, and oh my, you can see how warm it is because my eyeglasses are <laughs> flagging up Brooke. Oh my God, I'm gonna take them off. So um, Brooke, thank you so much for being on the show today. I so appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So Brooke, tell us about what you're doing now, but what you did before too, and how you decided to do what you're doing now. Okay. So um Back in 2001, my husband started an advertising agency. At this time, I was still in graduate school and then I finished graduate school and I started working in uh, as a researcher in public health. Oh. I did that for four years while my husband was still going with the business and I quit that job and I joined his business. Mm -hmm. and so from 2005 <clears throat> until maybe a couple years ago, no, really like a year ago, I worked side by side with him in the advertising agency. Well, around 2019, um, I I started a uh, thank you. I started a uh, vegan soul food group mm -hmm. um, because I read that soul food was killing Black people, and I had been eating vegan soul food for years, and I was like, well, that doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. We can work out something. Let me just start this group and I'll show people how I, you know, cook vegan soul food. Awesome. And, <laughs> and I, during this time, I had also gone to school for ministry, uh, being a minister of mind, body and spirit, which mm -hmm. is a metaphysical practitioner. I had gone to school for that. So I was doing women's retreats and I was doing, uh, I, I'm a certified yoga teacher. So I've been doing all things mind, body and spirit. And so the vegan mm -hmm. group is just like an extension of that. Mm -hmm. And um, it started with just like maybe two, 200 people that I invited, not many, maybe less than that. And then um, when COVID hit around uh, somewhere around April 2020 or May 2020, mm -hmm. the group just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And it went from like 3,000, you know, and I was amazed at that and yeah. on and on. Yeah, it's, now it's like about 413,000. Holy cannoli. Yes. Holy cannoli. So, wow. Wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It got, it's gotten really big in the last almost three, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So to answer that call of serving the members in the group, we, we had to kind of build a brand and mm -hmm. start building a business. They wanted recipes. They wanted classes. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, they want an inspiration. Mm-hmm. They want to learn about brands and things like that. So we had to answer the call and we kind of pivoted away a, a year ago or so. We fired our biggest client mm-hmm. and we decided mm-hmm. to treat ourselves like a client. And so here we are. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, I have a few comments as my listeners know. One is, of course, your husband starts a business in a downturn and then you start grow this business in a downturn. <laughs> There's something yeah. about finding a niche when you're in a downturn that is a huge opportunity. Uh, and some other people, you know, like, oh gosh, it's a downturn. I can't do this. No, no, no. Uh, when everything's going south, it's the time to go north, right? It's the time to go north. Yeah. I think um, we both naive about that and that's how it happens. That's, how it is. <laughs> that's awesome. When he so, started his advertising business in 2001, yeah. We really realized that advertising was in a downturn. We didn't know that. You know what oh, I mean? Well, there you know. go. We, we didn't know. And then this this vegan uh just came from our heart and we didn't mm-hmm. really know about it. So it's just naivete and just running into the wind. That's fantastic. <laughs> well good for you guys. What an amazing what an amazing journey that is. Also, so I, I need a definition. Um, I lived in San Francisco for 25 years. I have a concept of soul food that it may be different. And I've been to Atlanta many times and the food is different when it's called soul food. So what do you, what is soul food to you? And then what is vegan soul food? Well, soul food started in the kitchen of black women. Mm-hmm. Um, it started from black women having to serve in white homes. And so it became like a, a combination of the kind of homes that they came from. So uh-huh. I mean, that they had to serve. So maybe Scottish homes or right. where fried chicken really came from was from Scotland, but black women had to serve Scotland, Scottish homes. And so they judged it up, added their African as- accents and their mm-hmm. style to it. And so then it became this very, um, this kind of cuisine that is a compilation of African uh, accents and serving in the homes of white homes and, and American and all of that kind of stuff. So it's like, Got it. it's fried things and it's cheesy right. things and it's yummy things and it's sugary things and salty things. And yeah, and it's home uh-huh. for lots of black people. Wonderful. It was born in the kitchens of black women's kitchens. I did not know that fried chicken start in Scotland and I am Scottish of, well, part Scottish, I mean, hello, part Scottish. Who knew? Not me. Wow. Um, got it. Okay. So then, and then you, uh, what I heard you say, you read this article that soul food was killing black people. Um, and you're like, that doesn't have to be, I'm making vegan soul food and it's not killing me. Um, so what's the difference? Just the, what's the protein? Is that the difference or is it the oil? That's the, what's the difference? It's a, it's a couple different things. Uh, traditional soul food is high in saturated fats, mm-hmm. low in fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's pretty, and high, high in salt, high in sugar. So that's pretty much the major difference. Right. Uh, vegan soul food is actually packed with superfoods packed uh-huh. with fiber <laughs> it tastes very comforting uh-huh. a lot like soul food but the difference is it's, it's packed with things like nuts which are superfoods uh-huh. lots our greens are not uh cooked with pork and meat they're cooked with you know other vegetables like garlic which is a superfood olive oil which is superfood. Uh-huh. 
So, uh, yeah, that's the main difference is that vegan soul food is actually packed with fiber and superfoods. Um, and it tastes just as comforting as soul food, Got but it. not as much. But it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Or there's going to be good parts of the food for you. Got it. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, you can still fry it, right? It's still vegan soul food. It's still very much fried. Yeah. Uh, Some of it is air fried, but it's what we're frying is different. So we're not adding, we're frying uh, meat that is low fiber, high saturated fat. We're frying like a meat, you know, we're frying mushrooms. Got it. Wonderful. Well, first of all, um, we're going to, I hope you can share with us some of your recipes and we'll put them in the show notes of the page um, so that. I'm going to go make some of this this weekend because it sounds fantastic. Um, so when you started your, you started a group, was it a Facebook page? Facebook group. A Facebook group. And who'd you invite in? Just uh, people that I had cooked for because see, mm-hmm. I had cooked vegan soul food um, at events and uh-huh. sometimes I had jewelry making parties at my house. I did yeah. retreats. I served at other people's retreats. So people who I cooked for, who knew my food was good right. and who I knew were also interested in vegan food. That's who I invited. Just people that I knew right. or experienced my food. So you start, you know, you just invite people, you know, who know your food. And then um, uh, you get to around 3000 people that you probably don't know all those people, but right. that is a, that's a good size group, probably less than 80% of groups on Facebook are even 3,000 people. So, I right. mean, that's I already another, top 10%. I have another group that is 3,000. That's at, uh-huh. at right around 3,000. So I was like, you know, a 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. Got yeah. it. So, um, so what was the trigger to get from 3,000 to 450,000? Um, structure. Structure. Tell me about structure that. And having a... Uh, being very definite about who we are because mm-hmm. vegan groups and food groups have a couple things in common vegan groups and food groups they beat up on each other they oh my gosh up. they do they're they're so mean to each other don't you think and they poo poo on people's delights they criticize each other they're know-it-alls all these kinds of mean things that i had yeah. seen in vegan groups and food groups yeah. prior to starting my groups Started mm-hmm. prior, prior to starting my group, I had seen that. Mm-hmm. So the structure for us was, hey, the number one tenant of this group is we got to keep it encouraging. Mm-hmm. Our ex- we um, understand that people are exploring vegan food. They don't have to say they're vegan. The, the posts have to be vegan. Mm-hmm. We need to be uh, caring, nice, on task, and mm-hmm. helpful with each other. Mm-hmm. And if a person posts a comment or anything that is not in that way, it boing, we throw it right out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that created a space where people felt uh, encouraged and safe enough to post, to ask questions, to try mm-hmm. things, to show what they made, and yep. then it became a real community. And, and of course, they, other yeah. things like no promoting, and but mostly right. it was about that. Keep it encouraging was the strongest tenant. That is amazing. So Double Forte, um, my agency, we work with a lot of food companies, and uh, some are organic, some are not, some are vegan, some are, you know all, all kinds. And that is one of the hardest things that we, uh, come up against is how to, um, promote our clients to these groups so that they know they exist, um, without the hate. And you think, you know, it's like, it's just food people. It's just food. <laughs> uh, 
right, and it's right. just ridiculous. And um, what, do you know what the composition is? It fifty-fifty uh, men, women? Is it? What do you think it is? It's about ninety percent women. Yeah. And I would say of that ninety percent, it's about eighty uh, percent of those women are black women. Fantastic! You must have one of the largest black women groups on Facebook. Probably, I would say I mean, so. seriously. And yeah. I, I also have one of the most highly engaged yeah uh, groups of uh, food groups or food vegan food, food group vegan food groups on Facebook as well. Which is saying something high. because vegan food groups in general are extremely high in engagement. I mean, mm-hmm. based you know compared to um, the average. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're doing something right there, Brooke. What I am um, intrigued by is you're running around 3,000. It's going really well. Your business is probably growing in the food side. And then when you put in the structure, you define yourself, you narrow yourself basically and say, here's how we're going to behave. Here are our tenants. Behavior that does not match is not welcome. Um, you said uh, encourage encourage, um, encouragement and being focused and being helpful, um, that narrowing or restricting of your rules, for instance, becomes the thing that actually helps you drive such huge momentum, Mm -hmm. this safe space around, uh, for people who may be new to vegan food or don't know, or who are like long time only vegan food or who want to try or soul food or, 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 um, so amazing. Um, and if everybody's listening, do that, do exactly what Brooke did, (laughs) put in your rules, define what kind of engagement you want to have, define what kind of community you want to have. Uh, and, and you have to monitor the crap out of it. You can't just say, Oh, there's our rules. And I assume that you're monitoring the crap out of this, uh, monitor it. There is a also, uh, there's a price to pay for that as well. What is the price you're paying for that? So if you ha- come into a, 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 a mindset or community, let's call veganism a whole community, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In a community that is used to doggedly criticizing others, criticizing each other, and you come and say, hey guys, we're going to mm-hmm. keep encouraging. Um, that is strange to the community and mm-hmm. they want to fight. This mm-hmm. is it's strange to a community that was already fighting. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so now they want to fight you. So uh, we had to definitely put up also, and it took me maybe 18 months to mm-hmm. put up uh, boundaries around myself. Yeah. I used to let people come into my personal inbox Mm-hmm. do mean things to me, horrible things, accuse me of things. And I would talk to them back and forth. You know what I mean? And then what happened was, and I had my family involved, you know, my family was the admin. We would have fights at home over things. We're My daughter, uh, she was having a good day. And then she got a little message on her phone and she was like, oh, it just ruined my, my good day. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, ooh, I gotta. I can't do this. I can't allow this. Right. And there's articles and everything that say that say Facebook uh, leaders go into depression and all kinds mm-hmm. of things. People are mean. Mm-hmm. So um, I brought in some new moderators and I decided I cannot have these people 
that are my moderators going through what I've been going through. Right. So I made up all kinds of, um, you know, what do you call it? Can responses to go yep. to people yeah. like, Hey, you can, you're not allowed to come in the inboxes, the personal inboxes of any of us. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you don't know what are you doing in here? Right? <laughs> so My inbox, then, you don't belong yeah, in here. <laughs> yeah, you know, the reason why you show up as spam in my inbox is because we don't know each other. So mm-hmm. you should. <laughs> right, right. So, and so also um, other responses. So I send them over to the page. This is a, along the way I learned that this is for anybody who wants to start a Facebook group. This is important. Mm-hmm. Use your business page as an admin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Business page as an admin. We had to. We started our business page after the group. You know, ah. we were building the boat as we went because right. I didn't expect it. I knew that it was needed, but I didn't expect it would get this big. And I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had been an admin of a, a four thousand size a health uh, Facebook group before a few years prior, so I knew about groups and how to run them mm-hmm. and all of that. But I just didn't know that it would ever get this big. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, sometimes, and we wrote cookbooks and we had them out on Amazon and things and people mm-hmm. sometimes write negative comments. If they get mad at the group, they might go and give a negative re- re- review. On the- do they so, hate people have any time for this is what I don't understand. Because, you know, if, you know, I don't know why, but it, that it's one it of happens. the consequences. It's real. Yeah, it's, it's one of the consequences. And so we personally always have to focus on what's good, the good that's happening. Mm-hmm. Because um, you know the bad can drag you down if you, so if you true. focus. On it. So yeah. true. Because mostly, for the for the most part, it's it's very good. It's mm-hmm. mostly good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the you know when you when you have a business, there are things you know it's just hard. hard. Business is hard, right? It doesn't you know you put it in a plan and then you start and then all the plan doesn't you know day two doesn't right. work as you thought it was going to work, right? Um, social media is such a challenge because it is a free, you know, people who you would never meet in person are all of a sudden like, I don't like your hair. What? 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 Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> they would never uh, say that to you. Never yeah. say it to your face. Even not the freaking well, my friend, uh, <laughs> my friend Andy goes, don't say balls, say ovaries because ovaries are much stronger. <laughs> okay. They wouldn't have the ovaries to say that. Right uh to you for sure because they don't want to come back at you anyway um so tell me so today your business is through here and what are the things that you're what are the i assume there's revenue attached to this business of yours what are the streams of revenue that you have well first let me say that when we were in advertising it was very clear cut Mm -hmm. you know we were in a service business so we did package design we did commercial Mm -hmm. we did you know all that kind of stuff. So it was clear right. cut. We were in a service because we knew what we were doing. So then we pivot and we move into this where we're like these influencers or we're mm-hmm. inspiration, we're a brand. And we're figuring it out every day. But I'm going to yeah. tell you the streets. Right. <laughs> so I just, want, I just want people to, like we're using our skill set from being in media and being mm-hmm. in advertising to apply it to this. But we've move to a product-based business from right. a service business. So there's Very a lot different. of, yes, a lot of learning in there. So mm-hmm. we sell cookbooks, mm-hmm. we sell classes, t-shirts, we uh, monetize our um, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, 
by sponsorship or by how do you monetize your social media? And also we get paid from the uh, brands from and companies the channel, and other channel that we use. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, we get paid from that. Yep. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, we do classes. So people might call us to do online classes for their group, like out yep. in the community, either live and in person or on the internet. Yep. Um, trying to think of what else there is. That's a lot of different kinds of businesses that you're running under the one yeah. umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, lot, it's, a, it's a lot that um, goes into what, which we're learning, right? It's a right. lot that goes into this whole kind of influence yeah. and how to monetize Right. So right. that's, so well, I, I, I probably have left some things out. I also still do retreats and I probably left some things out. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it'll ebb and flow. Um, I'm also um, uh, struck by the fact that your monetization opportunity comes from you being encouraging. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, you had 3000 people, you can monetize 3000 people, but monetizing, and it, this sounds terrible, monetizing people, but in monetizing a community, so that you can actually keep serving community. Basically, you right. can't serve right. a community if you're not monetizing the situation because you know you know you have to eat too. Right? <laughs> up to sundown, we have to monetize, or else we will burn out and want to shut it all down. And you'll shut so- it down, and then the service that you're providing will go away. So it's it does it sounds when I say monetize the people, monetize community. It, it I don't mean it uh, you know from a Machiavellian way. I just mean, this is practical, right? This is practical. And if you didn't have what people wanted, they wouldn't buy it from you. So uh, we come up against this uh, often in our business, you know, well, I don't, you know, there's my people, they follow me. I'm like, yeah, they want more from you. They want more from you. So you got to give them what they want. So then you can do what you want to do as opposed to have this be a side gig and you're never sleeping because, oh, you know, it's sort of like when people say, oh, I'm going to be, um, you know, go into MLM or, you know, go into Mary Kay or, or whatever, you know, one of those, I'm like, it's a freaking work. That's a job. That's a job. That's right. <laughs> you can make your living through cosmetics or healthcare or whatever those things are. You have to work your butt off. Uh, so mm-hmm. have it as a side gig is not really going to help you. So um, I really um, am struck by the fact that you're, um, you being encouraging your, your, you, you, uh, limiting your engagement for positivity, uh, which means some people aren't in that group, right? Some people aren't in, you are you're rejecting people, but you're probably attracting more people than you're rejecting every single day. Um, and that is where growth comes from. Growth, growth, growth comes from good. Growth does not come from uh, negativity because negativity drives you down and you just, it's, it's energy sucking, life sucking. Um, it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. Very true. You know? Um, well, that is so wonderful. What are, when you, when you think about, so every, so every day, maybe some moderators on there sharing stuff, um, sharing and your people, your community sharing what they're making, sharing their own tips, all that kind of stuff, I assume. Um, and you said you had a really high engagement. Tell me about the engagement, what kind of engagement, what rates you're seeing. Uh, we have, hmm, I haven't checked it in a while, but the last time have to be up to date, you know, not as of yesterday, (laughs) 
the last time I did check it, we were at about, because I, I focus so much more on my Instagram and my page mm -hmm. engagement these days, so I don't look at the group engagement as much. But last time I checked the group, group engagement, we had about 500,000 likes, reactions, comments per month. Wow. Um, That's yeah. eight, more than one per person in a group. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Like right now, it's per, actually, it's really low right now because in June, no one's thinking about Hot food. And they're not thinking about vegan food either. So if they've yeah. been trying out vegan food because they're flexitarians or whatever, right. they're thinking about their vacation. They're thinking about eating good, you know, eating ice shrimp, cream, and steak and all of that kind of stuff. So the vegan food cool. is not necessary. Yeah. Unless you actually identify as a vegan, right? vegan food is not something you're thinking about right now. So right. engagement gets kind of, it gets lowered in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, it goes up obviously January, February, you know. Got it. Like right. And so you're seeing sort of the you're seeing the same ebb and flow as most food companies, which is well, unless they're ice cream companies. Um, but you know, particularly healthy food, right? Which is New Year's resolution, <laughs> new year, new you, what am I gonna do? Blah, blah, blah. And you probably see a big uptick also in September after Labor Day when people get back into their regular lives. When they're ready to start <laughs> cooking again, that's we call that cooking season. September, they're ready right. to start cooking again. And right. so you start, so we're actually getting ready now for products that we'll be selling for the cooking season, which is coming right. up at the at the end of August, beginning of right, September. Right, where right. People Kids go back to school, right? Yeah, <laughs> everything changes when school starts, right? Everything changes. Yeah. So that's that's what we're working on. Right now, with the lab working on things like that to be ready. So what's your ultimate? Things. Do you have a a goal for this year or for the next five years that you are driving towards? Are you just sort of like, wow, here's an opportunity. I'm going to keep serving this organization. Do you have? What do you? What's your uh, thoughts on that? We don't what we you know we're a mom and pop and, mm -hmm. we have been. and so we feel very blessed to be able to work at home and yeah. to take our vacations when we want and to live this free life yeah so we just want to keep doing that like we yeah. want to keep being free and we want more money to do that and yeah. <laughs> we want, it's so amazing because I, remember i'm a minister yeah it's so amazing to be able to serve the women that I love, yeah, uh, healthy food in a way that they love it, or, and a, or yeah. healthy lifestyle, in a way that they love it, which is kind of like we don't even we're not allowed to talk about health in our group either, by the way, because ah. this is where people argue as well, mm -hmm. like because we all should choose a health path and then work that walk that path, right, right. but a lot of times people have all these different philosophies literally within the healthy vegan community some people say eat fermented food some people say don't eat fermented food. right right but you could decide you can go and you can google right. search you can find that carrageenan is good and it's terrible you know mm -hmm. so we do not allow people to talk about health in our group because that's definitely going to cause friction and clashing yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we also understand that if you adopt a uh, vegan more vegan food more vegetables more fruits and vegetables and fiber right. into your diet that it's going to equal health right. so i'm very happy that i'm able to serve up health in this mm -hmm. encouraging happy healthy way it's bigger than i ever thought it could be you know because wow. i do the 
treats. It's like 10 or 12 of us at a time. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just mm -hmm. amazing. I, so I'm very happy. I don't have a big goal of where it can go. I'm not, I feel limitless of where it can go and I'm not yep. stopping it. I'm just riding. And one day you look up, we'll be super millionaires. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Cause you know, so. here's the deal. If you are super millionaires, that means there's more encouragement in the world, Brooke. You know, that's yeah. what that means. Period. The only way that I assume the way that happens is that more people, you know, are in your world and are uh, subscribing to your ministry and to your encouragement and to your food and to all, everything that you're about. And the more people are doing everything that you're about, Brooke, is the better the world's going to be. So I hope I I'm it. looking up and saying, wow, she made it. She's a billionaire. Woohoo! You know, I, I, that makes me excited just to hear you say, seriously, yeah. it's a huge, I mean, oh, what you're doing for the world is an amazing thing. And, um, and thank you for so much for sharing how you did it, because how you did this, um, is instructive for everybody else out there when they're worried about, oh, it's too small. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do what Brick did, basically. Well, not exactly what you did, because you're not Brooke, but you know what I mean? Do what Brooke did. <laughs> so how can people find out about, is it a private group or a public group? It is a public group. Okay. So what if is you, the group? It's vegan soul food is the group. Okay. So go on over we to Facebook. And then what is the Instagram? The Instagram is vegan.soulfoodie. Okay. Um, and the Facebook page is also vegan soul foodie. So the brand is vegan soul foodie. The group is vegan soul food. All right, so go follow uh, Brooke on Vegan Soul Foodie on Instagram and Facebook and, and go look and join the group. Be nice because you're not going to be in the group if you're not nice. Uh, and then is there is there a website people can go to too or is it vegansoulfoodie.com? What is it? It's vegansoulfoodie.com, vegansoulfoodie.com. Great. And uh, yeah, or you can go to brookrim.com and you'll find. And your books are on Amazon. Your cook so start with a cookbook, people. Start with a cookbook. Go buy the cookbook, use it, join the group, get onto the Brooke Brim uh, soul train here. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, soul train. Uh, and your day is going to be better. Your day is just going to be better if you're on Brooke's train, man. I love it. So, okay. I'm, I'm sold. Hello. I'm a flexitarian. I'm coming in. Um, okay. <laughs> who knows? By the end of it, I might just be totally, uh, you know. I'm doing whatever Brooke does. I actually don't have original thoughts, Brooke. I just copy really good thoughts and you have a lot of them. So hello. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. I so appreciate you sharing what you've done and what you're doing for the world. I'm so inspired by you. Um, man, you're doing great things. Um, go on over to her, her website, get a cookbook, start cooking. It's going to be comforting and healthy. Okay, I can't say healthy. Comforting and good foods for you all at the same time. You can say healthy out here, just not in the For Bolton. All right, awesome. All right, thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you. All right, everybody. I'm Lee Carraher, and this is On the Map.
Thank you so much for listening to On The Map. If you're a successful entrepreneur of a company or if you are a, a marketing executive who has had success on getting on the map in your industry or your location or among certain different consumers or customers, I would love to talk to you about how you did it, what programs and tactics you use to become known, become famous for what you do, the difference you make for your customers and your clients or your consumers. Um, in order for you to apply, just go over to my website, go.double-forte.com backslash podcast slash guest. And that's a mouthful. It'll be in the show notes. So just go down there and apply. We are publishing on the map all the time with awesome guests who are sharing for from the trenches ideas and success stories that we can all apply in our own businesses. So it, to get all of the shows and not miss anything, please subscribe. And I so appreciate you if you can also give me a thumbs up or give me a rating. This helps the show be seen. I can't under, you can't underestimate the power of a, a thumbs up and I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for you to go get on the map.